Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and, j- and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we're not striving to be professional critics, make objective value judgments, or be tastemakers here. We're just putting stuff in front of you, encouraging you to interact with it however you see fit. If you like something, pick up a copy of it, go see the band, buy the merch, do whatever you feel is necessary to support the stuff that you like. Even if we talk shit about it, it's purely incidental. Doesn't matter what we say on this show. Please keep that in mind. The format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven bands per episode to listen to. Talk about them a little bit, and that's all there is to it. If you want to send in music, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. We've got a new episode coming up this week that we already recorded. And uh, if you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. Comments, concerns, questions, whatever. Just keep it brief, a minute and a half or under. You can also shoot us a text. And that's all there is to that. That's all the housekeeping stuff up top. Um, I don't really have anything to talk about this week. Um, the only note that I had was, like, I guess kind of pertinent to the in, uh, the intro. Uh, I touch on it every week, but as our listenership has recently had a minor uptick, we've had some more Patreon subscribers, more listeners, I just want to, like, highlight very briefly the difference between what we do here and, like, actual professional criticism. Because at the top of the show, I say, hey, we're not critics. Yeah. And then we criticize things, and we talk about things. Well, we right? goof on things. Sure. And we, you know, but we whatever. share our opinion, which to a normal person who's consuming this show, they might think is eerily similar to what a guy like Anthony Fantano does. Everyone's a critic. Everyone's a critic. And I think the important thing to note here is that at least – For my money, I think a professional critic, either somebody who maintains a YouTube channel or uh, writes for a publication or whatever, they have some expectation that their criticism will or should have a real-world impact or hold some sort of weight. They feel as if they are in some way contributing to a bigger conversation in a way that matters. And for me, as we've discussed many times on this show— That's awfully fucking bold. Yeah, of me? No. Oh, of the per of yes, exactly. The hubris in that sure is awfully fucking bold. I I would say so as well, and that's the distinction that I'm trying to make here, and that's what I always mention this at the top of the show when I say, hey, nothing we say matters on this show. It's not sort of so. It's not sort of some uh, existential reflection on like our role in the universe, nor is it like belittling our opinions in a way that is self-debasing. It's simply stating the fact, which is that. I don't need or desire anything that is said by either of us on this show to be taken seriously by anyone listening to the show. First and foremost, this show is a way for the two of us to hear new stuff in an easy way. We're bombarded with stuff that is pertinent to our interests, and it makes it easier for us to find the things that we like, buy the records we like, go see the bands that we like. It's easier for for us to stay connected this way because we don't have to dig through an endless stream of shit that's very difficult to navigate. I would say that is at least 75% of it for me. Yes, that's a lot of it. So, and the other bit of it is just like putting it out there for other people to consume and form their own opinions about the fact that we talk about this is an incidental side effect of our personalities, which is that, for example, I talked about, I think, I think I may have talked about this on the show couple months ago when it happened but i had like a client or not a client a customer who came into work uh the record store that i work at and was showing me an endless stream of deathcore bands 
And I couldn't find it in me to just be like, nice, dude. Everything he showed me, I had to be like, no, that's bad. No, that's bad. I don't yeah. like that. Right? Yeah, it feels strongly. Because I'm an asshole. And yeah. I have to talk about things that I'm listening to. And I have a microphone in front of my face. So if somebody plays a breakdown that I think sucks, I'm going to go, that breakdown was bad. But it doesn't mean anything beyond that. It just means I'm an asshole. That's it. That's so it. the fact that we're talking about this stuff just means we're assholes. We could easily, if we were different guys, different types of guys, we could do, just do a radio show format in which we just present everything with but no that's, commentary. That's not good enough. It's not us either. You know what I mean? It's just not the guy I am. We could easily just say, here's a new song from this band. Check it out. Form your own opinion. We do say that, kind of, right. but also you're going to get a little fucking guff from me along the way. Yeah. You know, if you're going to play in a beatdown band in 2023... You're going to hear something about it from me, okay? It better be the best goddamn beatdown <laughs> yeah, band. For, for sure. And if not, you're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a couple words your I'm way. Just, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not throwing it anybody's way. Yeah, 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 you for know? sure. I'm just throwing it out there into the ether. Right, right yeah. I right. would say it if the micro, microphone were in front of us or not, right? It's the same. Right. So I just wanted to point out. Which one of us is the bigger asshole? Well, I get more shit because because I don't exist because anywhere. you don't exist anywhere. So, like any even sometimes, and this is a real phenomenon. You've said something on the show <laughs> that people have gotten <laughs> mad at me about, and like people will hold grudges, and I'll see them years later talk about things that were said on the show, and they're like, "I don't like that gray guy," and it's something that you fucking said, <laughs> but you're just nowhere out there, so no. it's all it all comes to me. Yeah, I think both of us are. Uh, I, I think we're probably equivalent. You yeah. know what I mean? I think we're both probably. The thing is, I think both of us are pretty approachable. Like, if you actually talk to us, we're fairly approachable guys, uh, pretty pretty amicable guys, fairly easy to talk to, I think, um, which I think consistently surprises people who listen to the show who don't already know us personally. So I don't know that, in, in essence, either of us are real assholes, like not in a way that we're, like, going to be uh, mean to you. <laughs> you know I mean? like, even if I don't like your – even if I've said something mean about your band – Nine times out of ten, I'll still happily book yeah, your band, because let you stay in my house. I don't it care. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter, right? That's the thing. So <laughs> I just felt it necessary because we do have some new listeners to to sort of – I do this every once in a while, maybe every six months or so, just to ro- remind everybody what we do here. Uh, we're jokers. We're just a couple of – We're a couple, couple of jokers. A couple of goofs. That care about almost nothing. Yeah, for sure. Right? That's, that's what it is. You just fervently tried to convince me that movies were good. I just, I, I simply said, I think that move, good movies still come out at the same rate that they always have. They are merely obfuscated by the presence of more bad shit than has ever existed in the course of human history. And I said that literally Hollywood could disappear. Yeah. Every production studio, every actor, every director, uh-huh. and it wouldn't fucking matter to me one bit. Yeah. Which is fine that it wouldn't matter to you one bit. That's all that matters to me. That's right, Ted. I know that. I'm just saying. Actually, you know, honestly. Yeah. I would, I would take delicious pleasure <laughs> in like watching people fucking break down because like, yeah, oh my god, my personality's gone now. Sure, yeah, that yeah. part, that part would be. I would be sucking. That would be fucking. On, yeah. Honestly, yeah, maybe that's my first gig as a god. Oh, okay, right? just making gone. making industries disappear. Gone. Sure, yeah, right. Uh huh. And then just have a good chortle, right? People, what am I supposed to do with all these Mandalorian stickers I put on my car? <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be fun for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, just making making everybody's Baby Yoda shirt immediately irrelevant would be would be a, a good time. No yeah. doubt, be a good laugh. Yeah, my only my only assertion was just uh, 
I still like things. <laughs> I still like things at a slightly higher rate than you do. Yeah. Um, and I would be kind of bummed if no new movies ever came out again. And I imagine a lot of people share that opinion. <laughs> wouldn't matter. Trust me. You wouldn't even fucking notice. I think I'd probably notice. Um, you got anything this week? That was all I had. I had, you know, it's, it's only been, what, a day, two days since we got together to record a Patreon episode. So yeah, nothing not, has not transpired played, in my life. I played some pinball. I got irritated by people. Sure. At the pinball place. <laughs> Classic. Right. Classic. Classic. Just a, a really tight, closed loop of experiences right. that right. you have. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it, right? <laughs> yeah. I go outside. I get irritated by people. Yeah. I come back home. <laughs> right. right? Yeah, that's sure. really that's really what my life is. Uh-huh. Some good old uh, American beardos came in to play some pinball while I was in there. Sure. Nothing like seeing some OD green wearing beardos come into a place. Yeah, that's never fun. Whatever. Fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Put, put them in the bin with actors and producers and directors and movies. <laughs> yes, and and all movies. Okay. In that case, let's just uh, we can spare people the super long preamble this week. I guess then we can just jump right into the queue. We can give them what they come here for. Yeah. Um. So first up, we have got Hevrat Ha Ha Hashmal. We had this. We had this on, band years I, ago. I just listened to this. Oh, you just listened to the new one because I got the email. Oh, you got the Bandcamp email. I got the Bandcamp. Okay. Yeah. So this was sent in to us by Todd, aka Fatty Hurst. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted to be, the, to be the first one to send this our way. But, yeah, we had this when the demo came out, like, probably close, to, close to three years ago. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, I literally just listened to this because I checked my email, like, two hours ago. How was it? It's good. Okay. Uh, there are two tracks on. There's only This band only has seven published tracks now. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are two tracks on the demo from a few years ago. I think we listened to... Um, uh, we listened to the second song on that the demo, second song, which is yeah. called um, Mercury and Retrograde. Mercury and Retrograde, which is a really good song. It's great. Yeah, that song and the last song on the first release, I like better than this new new release. Okay, but if we get to it, I'll talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, and one of these is a Fugazi cover too. Yeah. A very good Fugazi song. Right. Great Cop is a super fucking yep. good song. Actually, um, yeah. So they only have six. They songs. got six songs and a cover, right? So uh, next up, we have Sentimiento Fatal. Um, this is a new release out on Disco Discos and Fermos. This was sent in by Derek, who said it's some Argentinian oi tinged punk stuff. Then we have Fen Fen, who I think we've had in the queue before, but didn't get around to listening to. This is a band out of uh, Detroit, Michigan. This was sent in by Vinny. Said it's some homies of his. Then we have got Scum Trail with their demo 2023. This is a band out of Warsaw, Poland. It was sent in by Jay, who plays in Cold Brats. He said uh, when Cold Brats and Gel did their Euro tour together, they played with this band, and it was some kind of rock and rollish hardcore punk shit. That's what it looks like. Then we have got Asphalt with their self-titled EP. This is a band out of Portland, Oregon. It was sent in by Blake, who said it's some uh, two-man sludge stuff. He posted it in the Facebook group, but also wanted to send it into the show because he felt it was worth hearing. Then we have got Sick One with their Demo 23. Um, this is a band out of New Mexico. It was sent in by Nux, who said it's some, you know, grindy, you know, noise core kind of stuff. Okay. Then we have got GUN. That's the acronym GUN, G-U-N. Not to be confused with the acronym GUN, G-U-N-N, right. from uh, the West Coast, who is very good. This is uh, this is a band that is, uh, I think, just released this. It just came out on July 7th. Came out in Sorry State. It's out on Sorry State. Uh, full disclosure, I already heard this. It fucking rips if we get around to that. Uh, if we get around to it, then it will speak for itself. I think everybody pretty much in our listenership will like this. 
Then we've got Paranoid, who we've had on the show a couple times. This yeah, is their everybody new, likes Paranoid. Everybody likes this band. Uh, this is their new release, Scum, also an acronym. It was sent in by John. Oh, I should also note, uh, Gun was sent in by Dustin. This was sent in by our buddy John. Yeah, I mean, this is some of the best, like, D-beat of its variety, like Motor Charge, D-beat, Japanese-influenced D-beat. They're a band from Sweden. They're doing... As we've talked about when we've had them on the show before, they're doing Sweden via Japan via Sweden. Or I guess if you want to start at the beginning, the UK via Sweden via Japan via Sweden. Right. <laughs> right. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's like it's uh, hilariously meta at this point. Then we have got Fashion Change with Smoking Kills. This is, uh, this is a release on Iron Lung that just came out at the end of June. It was sent in by Callum or Calum. C-A-L-E-M. Not sure how to pronounce your, your name, but I'm going to go with Callum. 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 <laughs> yes, Callum. Callel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're fucking, you're, uh, you're Kryptonian, and I'm going to call you Callum. Right. Um, okay, and then last up, we have got Ninth Realm with A Fate Unbroken. This is a band from Maryland, sent in by Sutton. Uh, looks to be some some metal stuff of some variety. Mm. Don't know anything else about it. Haven't heard the name. Let's roll the dice and see what is up first. Three. Okay, three is Fen Fen, which is not a name that I like. Um, I'm sure they're named after fentanyl, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. Okay, named in reference to a deadly weight loss drug, Fen Fen. Is yeah, that's where I've heard that before. When pent-up musicians form a pandemic uh wait no when pent-up musicians form a band in a dystopian pandemic riddled world and ask an icu nurse to scream into their mi this microphone their songs fluctuate from frantic and wild to menacing and fuzz drenched sounds crazy all right let's uh listen to the song that was suggested to us by Vinny, which is the second song on here so we're going to hear the song insect by fen fen off of their self-titled release <laughs>
All right, we just heard the song Insect by Fen Fen off their self-titled release. Um, that was actually uh, both a lot better than and a lot different than I expected. Yeah. I didn't look at the tags or anything. Just based on, like, the description, like, the the bio on the band camp and whatever, I, I wasn't – and the presentation of this, like, just the aesthetic, everything about it. I didn't expect this to be, like, good, catchy, garagey punk stuff. No, and this had a, this was well-polished. It was, yeah. It was, like, well-produced, well-written, uh, straight-to-the-point, kind of no bullshit. Yeah. It was, it was really quite good. Yeah, I dug this. Yeah, um, I don't have much else to say about it. It 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 definitely caught my interest. I'm gonna check out the rest of these songs. Yeah, this came out in November 25th of last year. Yep, uh, tapes are on uh, Painters Tapes, which I went to their page and I've got I, I made an order from Painters Tapes like a couple years ago. That Easier's band from Michigan. Yeah, 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 stuff yeah on for it. sure. And they just had a new release, so I might be making a little order to Painters Tapes. Yeah, the Easier stuff is good. Um, I'm trying to see if they released anything else that I fuck with, but yeah, I've seen I've seen stuff on. Oh yeah, they did the Stunner demo, mm-hmm. um, which I have. Um, yeah, they've done a handful of things that I like. Yeah, this was really good. Yeah. Um, the more the more that I, I sat with this and thought about it, it's like yeah. Oh, they did some of the uh, they did some of the um, the stool stuff too. Mm-hmm. Which, for the record, if you want to see the stools, they're playing at the Bug House this Friday. Really with, good with Big Fat Head and Pat and the Pissers. It's going to be a banger of a show. One of the last Bug House shows. Um, again, if you're hearing this, then you've you've still got several days to get a get a sitter for the kids and come out. Yeah, um, that's that, that full length is really good. It's very very good. It came out on Feel It, right? Is that, is that yes. correct? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really really good. I'm super but we're not here to talk show. about the stools. We're, we're not talking about Fen. We're talking about Fen Fen. Yeah, right. Yeah, I still yeah. don't like that name, but uh, uh, yeah, the, this band was really good. I don't really have anything else to say about it. It's catchy, garagey punk stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. What what else can you say? Good job, keep it up. Good job, keep it up. Exactly. And they haven't been a band very long. They they came out with like uh, a single song demo of the track that we just heard in May of last year. Uh, then they came out with another single track in October and then dropped this EP um, in November. They also take some liberties with the spelling of Fen Fen. Yeah, they do. Yes. Yes. They sure. They it do. was a P-H-E-N. Right, sure. Yeah, but, you know, they maybe they thought it looked better with the F. Yeah. I don't know. Couldn't couldn't tell you the creative process behind naming the band. Who knows? Get uh, rid of them. <laughs> Yeah. You're you're in get rid of everybody mode tonight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's uh what's next? Right. Two. Okay, two is uh Sentimiento Fatal on Discos Infermos. This is their demo cassette. As I said, this is uh, Argentinian oi infused punk stuff. Uh, you know, I won't lie. I've had I've had like a less than stellar hit rate with South American punk uh in the last couple years a lot of it especially the street punk leaning stuff i have found to Mm. be a little entry level for my tastes a little sort of uh starter kit uh my first (laughs) punk band (coughs) yeah pardon me yeah i agree but i'm uh i'm so you know i'm going into this just a little front loaded just because of my my expectations based on what i have heard out of the south american punk scene but maybe this is going to blow blow all of my expectations way out of the water. Uh, I don't believe a particular song was recommended, so we'll just listen to what they open up with. We're going to hear Nada by Sentimiento Fatal off of their demo.
right, we just heard Nada by Sentimiento Fatal off of their demo. I regret to inform you that my opinion remains unchanged. This is this is basically just the casualties. I mean, straight up, yeah. this sounded like the casualties. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, this is South American, the casualties were Mexican, whatever. Uh, it, it just straight up sounds like the casualties. This is like, I wouldn't even say, oi, again, <laughs> We do a lot of hair splitting on this show. <laughs> so to, to, to point out the important difference between street punk and oi. This track. At least this track. This is straight down the middle starter pack street punk. Mm -hmm. And if I were 14, like, don't get me wrong. If I were 14 and I were latching on to some starter pack bands and I heard this, I would love it. You know what I mean? This is hyper accessible. It's a really well done version of this. I, I appreciate the sort of abridged, truncated take on street punk here. The fact that this got in and out in a minute 15 is cool. All of the songs on this are under two minutes. Sick. Yep. There's not a lot that needs to be done within this format. Like, there's no need to repeat the each part three times, as many street punk bands feel the, like, inexplicable desire to do. So I like that they understand, hey, we've got two parts in a song. We repeat each of those parts like one time each, maybe one and a half times each, and then get out. So I do appreciate that. It's energetic. It's produced well. It's delivered about as well as you want this type of street punk to be delivered. But it just is like, it is exactly that. This is like charged hair, studs and leather, butt flap street punk that at this point in my life does nothing for me. And I have to imagine doesn't really do much for a young person either with such a broad swath of shit to select from at any given time. I think a lot of the, what I liked about street punk at the time was like, I just, there was something novel about it. There was something in the look that at the time was still like, now everybody has dyed hair and septum rings and facial piercings and patched up pants and everything. I don't even think the aesthetic of street yeah. punk at this point is going to appeal to a young person in the same way where it feels subversive like it did when I was a kid in 2001. You know what I mean? So I just don't know that this has a lot to offer anyone who isn't already a big fan of street punk of this variety. Yeah, I don't know. This this took me right back to like the 90s yeah for sure right yeah the, like a, a global threat and right. shit like that you know right. what i mean which yeah. is all all that stuff's fine you know what i mean i i really <laughs> i have no beef with it you know um but it's just who cares i guess yeah yeah i don't know i don't yeah i don't not at all i didn't even care that much then yeah i cared you know when i mean? was literally 13 14 years old That's yeah it, you know yeah i don't know they yeah and i don't know man i never gave a shit about even even i, I don't know like there was a minute yeah. where virtually, well, a lot of people really liked Rancid. Sure. I loved Rancid, dude. Right. I mean, yeah, Rancid was huge for me. And I can still go back and listen to a couple of those records for sure. But I can't. Yeah. Operation Ivy? Yeah. Don't give a fuck. Still love Op, Put Op it in Ivy. The bin. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's not, that's not an unexpected opinion from you. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. This, this stuff has never hit me. Yeah. I think it's... It's almost like a sheep in wolf's clothing. I feel that. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Because like a lot of times these, you know, like it's they're, the 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 outward uh, I'm not I, we don't know what these folks. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I, Speaking I, broadly. I, I would be stunned if anybody in this band has charged hair and butt flaps. I don't I don't think I would, man. That's way more prevalent. It just seems like such a it's way more prevalent. Anachronistic thing. To I do. know, but in South America and Mexico, it's way more prevalent than I it guess. is here. Yeah, I guess. There's I, still I, a I don't know. There's a huge street punk scene in South America. I so. have no idea what's popping off down there. But yeah. just just to think that anybody would dress up like this still. Yeah. 
People still do, though, man. It just seems insulting. It does, for sure, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. It's just insulting. For sure. I, like, if, if I were a young person yeah. looking to get into punk, uh-huh. I would be insulted by that. No doubt. But some of the young people now are on that clown makeup shit, so this That's might true. be right down the fucking... It's true, but the garden's cool. <laughs> the garden is not cool. The garden is decidedly not cool. Know, a lot of people decided that the garden is cool. Yeah, a lot more people than us, certainly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. This this stuff never really never really clicked with me at all because if you look at the folks like I was getting to the folks in these bands, they look like fucking movie villains. They right. look like street of streets of rage villains. Yeah, but then they play this happy, right, cheerful right, right, right. fucking rendition. Yeah, the, that is just completely fucking gutted. Yeah, the street the street punk thing now is just like in, in terms of the look, the aesthetic. It's just like they're they're trauma punks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're like guys who would be like, "What's up, you nerdy faggot?" In like right. an '80s movie, right. you know, and they've right. got like exaggerated, stupid chains going right. from their nose to their ears and shit. It's, the it's Return of the Living Dead punks, SLC. Yeah, exactly. It's right. just it's a it's a caricature. It's a costume of the highest order. You're very throw clear. Tonight. I didn't even eat anything for a while. Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. What's uh, I don't know, but I'm gonna. I'll tell you. Well, let me get a big one up here. Okay. <laughs> There we go. My editing process is going to be a nightmare. You should see. It's fine. Sometimes I'll just I'll, I'll just send you a screen cap sometime of a really bad one, probably this one, where you'll just see the um, a zillion little lines where I've just yeah. just cut it out. This, okay. this is why it takes me so long to edit the episodes, by the way, because see, if uh, in a different situation, I could just assume that everything was fine in the audio, so I wouldn't have to listen to every second. But if, instead, if I'm talking, if my thing is, if I see a single blip. Where you are, I have to go to it and see, is that a throat clear? Well, it might be. And it is. It might be. Nine, nine times out of ten. Right. Just, just mute my mic while it you're is. talking. I can't. That's not how it works. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't do that. You're, 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 you're trapped. Anyway. Yeah, I'm trapped. I don't know. This is, f- whatever. Yeah. This is fine. Yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit about punk like this. Yeah, no, who cares? Never did. Um, it's weak. Yeah, it's weak, for sure. Uh, but it's a good version of what it is. So if you like street punk, you'll probably like this. All right, what's next? One. All right. One is the uh, Hevrat Haha Schmal stuff. This is uh, two plus one by that band whose name that I just said. They're a band from Israel. Um, no particular song was recommended to me. There's only two originals and a Fugazi cover on this, so we'll just listen to the first song on here. So we're going to listen to Bumped Into a Wall by Hav- Hevrat Haha Schmal. <laughs>
right, we just heard the song Bumped Into a Wall by Hevrat Hahashmal off of 2 Plus 1, which is, I guess, uh, literally describing what this EP is. It's two original songs plus one mm -hmm. cover. I guess yeah. I didn't think of that as like a literal representation right. of what this is. Yeah, that was pretty damn good. Like the first, uh, like the demo that is uh, like over three years old at this point, not immediately uh, easy to categorize. So the closest thing that I can pin this to, because I, like I said, I listened to this and I was I re listening to this then earlier today. I just like I'm going to listen to the old one and see like how it, co how it compares. Yeah, this track and the other original track are very similar to the two faster tracks on the on the last release. Yeah, the two standout tracks in the last release for me are Mercury and Retrograde and Hardware Wars. Yeah. Um, the other tracks we're here to work and conveying pods are really consistent with what this is. Right. The closest thing that I could land on, this is kind of garagey. Kind of, yeah. This kind of, uh, take the vocal delivery out, mm -hmm. this kind of reminds me of some of the more, I guess, raucous, quote-unquote, hardcore songs that like the OCs have been writing for the I, past five I years. I was just going to say, the closest thing to me is the OCs. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So, like the the more the more raucous songs they've had in like the past four years or so, right? That's what this reminds me. And so it doesn't make it really that that is a really good point of comparison in the exact same one I was going to drop. It doesn't really make it easier to categorize this broadly because the OCs kind of divide, defy easy categorization too. They're a very idiosyncratic band. Like depending, on, especially when you listen to different yeah. eras. Yeah, like they're clearly drawing from hardcore punk. And just as much as they are drawing from garage rock, just as much as they're drawing from noise rock. And I feel like all of those things apply here as well. Yeah. Like, you could also put this, like, on a show. Like, this is this is kind of sub-pop core yes, in general. Yes, exactly. Like, I was going to say that this is kind of sub-pop. This is almost maybe goner. Yeah, yeah, gone or two for sure. Like I was gonna say, certainly Castleface. This band, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like this band opening up for like Mets early on. Yeah, like makes perfect sense. Well, that's a band that just they really jumped the shark. <sighs> that first release, so good, man, right. so good. Uh, but yeah, this makes sense. Like on a show with like Mets when Mets didn't suck. Or yeah, like that, like that noisy sort of post hardcore stuff that still has one foot in the grave yeah 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 for sure and, and has or one foot in the past yeah and, and also a couple fingers in post-punk and in garage and etc yeah. you know what i mean this is like this is it's kind of like uh, it's regrettably often kind of associated with poser music right in terms of just like to, it's this is easy stuff for tourists to latch on to because it's catchy it's not as overtly aggressive as the most aggressive stuff that you're getting out of hardcore or metal or even like the most aggressive punk out there. But at the end of the day, it's still just really good music. So, yeah, it is good. Um, like I rock, I rock with the OCs no matter how many morons I see at those shows. I still like seeing that band live. I still like their releases. You know, same thing with Piss Jeans, etc. cetera. Uh, whoever that music is for, I happen to be one of those guys. I yeah. don't know what that says about me, but a good band is a good band, uh, regardless of who else is consuming it. So I think this rocks. I, and same comment as last time, I believe. I like the fact that this is in Hebrew. Yeah, same. Very right. much so. Very much so. so. Yep. Because we're Zionists on yes. this show. This is a proud, a proud Zionist. That's right. Uh, podcast. Um, and the I like to see him get a leg up. Yeah, for 
Sure, right. I'd like to see those Palestinians stop terrorizing our Israeli brothers and sisters. Well, see, I, I, I'm only a Zionist insofar that it will bring about the second coming of Jesus Christ. Ah, okay, sure. So my motives are cynical. Yeah, okay, sure. But that's why I support the Jews. So that you can, so that you can once again pierce his breast with the lance of Longinus. No, just you know. That's that's my angle. You just want him back. You just want Jesus back. Bring him back. Let's see what happens. Fuck it. <laughs> sure, right? Okay. We're talking all this shit for all these fucking years. Yeah. Bring him back. Yeah, true. That's a good point, actually. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> see what summer one. Yeah. See what you think. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Does he live up to the legend? Sure. Is he a fucking bum? Yeah. Let's find out. He would definitely have to step it up a lot. Modern medicine and modern science has made a lot of his old old his world mi- miracles pretty oh, yeah. quaint. Pretty quaint. Yeah, for sure. I know. Yeah, they're it's they're they're you know, it's it's sideshow shit. It's magic show shit now. Yeah. He's you're gonna have to do a lot more than water to wine and fish. He, he wouldn't and he stuff. wouldn't even win on Penn and Teller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. He wouldn't even make it past fool me. No. Yeah, you're right. That's a good He point. would stand there agog. Yes. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. At like Magic tricks, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love the idea of Jesus Christ resurrected, befuddled by yeah, befuddled com- by illusion, completely magic. outgunned and outmatched, yeah, right? Out of place, yeah, right? Sure, and like it brings him down quite a bit. I bet. Yeah. Not only like, not only status level, right? Uh-huh. Like everybody's like, this is it. Yeah, it really takes the wind out of his. That's sails. what he fucking looks like. <laughs> sure. Because yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that be really bummed. Oh, no doubt, man. When he comes back just looking like a guy who's from the part of the world that he's from. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, at the same time, like, he's completely confused. Right. right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like, God, God did not brief him at all on no. the changes that have taken place no. in the last 2,000 years. No. God didn't brief himself because I think Yeah, that's he how also it works. is God. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's all fake. It's fake. It's made up. Um, all right, what's next? Four. All right, this is Gun. G-U-N, their self-titled release. This is a band from Nashville, Tennessee, which when you hear this, you're going to find uh, remarkable because Nashville is ooh, a top five worst city in uh, in the United States. And if we're talking about like populous sort of like major, quote unquote, major cities, Nashville is one of the worst out there. I hate it. It's a nightmare. Been I've been there once. I've been there quite a few times. The culture is intolerable. The record digging sucks. The people all have wide brimmed hats. I do recall the record digging suck sucking. I I do recall the food. I, I had some good food. There is good food there. I will give them that. There is a lot of really good food there. I had some good food. I was um. Let's just say well, because I don't give a shit about country music. Sure, right. So I don't give a shit about the history of Nashville. Right. Burn it to the ground. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was didn't give a shit about like that whole section of town. Yeah, you know. Sure. Yeah, it's 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 no good. It's but no I was just disappointed when I was there that like that's literally all there was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that is all there is, man. You know it's, what I it's mean? A nightmare. Like, like, like you would think, like okay, granted, it's known for this, right? But wouldn't you think that like ticks, other things would latch on? No, dude. No, and and the fucked up thing is like that's still where a lot of uh, like songwriters for modern country go to make it. Like there's still a huge industry there for that, like a commercial pop country industry. So you get a ton of like young wide brimmed hat wearing, aspiring songwriters moving there with their wide brimmed hat wearing girlfriends and shit. 
And just looking at the cross-section of people there is a nightmarish, hellish reality that I never, ever want to experience again. If I never go back to Nashville, what you were saying about, like, you know, if movies stop existing tomorrow, you wouldn't give a fuck. If Nashville fell into a fucking pit and was swallowed up by the earth tomorrow, I wouldn't bat an eye. I hope I never have to go to Nashville again, full stop. The only reason I ever go to Nashville is if I'm making a long drive straight south to, like, Mississippi or Alabama or Louisiana, and I want to get good food halfway through the trip, yeah. I'll go to the periphery of Nashville, grab a bite, and then just keep it moving. Well, right. as I recall, those burgers were pretty good. It's a, it is a good place for food. I ate a full plate of barbecue. Yeah. And then we went right across the street, and I got two triple cheeseburgers. Yeah, it. it I will. I will say it hardly makes up for everything else that's going on in yeah. Nashville. I don't know. So let's listen to this because maybe, I, honestly, the existence of gum within the Nashville city, the gun within the Nashville city limits. Um, not gum. Not gum. No gun within the Nashville city limits. Kind of it. Uh, it softens my heart to. Nashville's continued existence a little bit. Let's listen to the first two songs because the gunshot's only 55 seconds long. We'll just hear their opening volley on here. So we're going to listen to Gunshot and then High Horse by Gun off their self-titled release on Sorry State. Our main premise is to get people to hate us. Why do you want people to hate us? Because everybody else wants people to like them. Gunshot and then High Horse by Gun off their self-titled LP. On Sorry State, I think we're in like a full-on renaissance of like real deal, first wave, U.S. hardcore inspired stuff. There was a, a couple years there, a few years, where mm, hardcore with more traditional leanings was getting more popular in the form of 
a bib or a gag or a gel or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but now I think this year is the best year for straight up like continuation of the No Way Records, sorry state fittingly, uh, philosophy that we have had since that wave. Because we've got this, we have speed plans, we have illiterates, we have Delco MFs, we have rejects. Mm -hmm. There is a whole glut of phenomenal records that have already come out in the first seven months of this year uh, that don't have a single detectable influence past the year of 1984. Yeah, I think that's right. This sounds like it came right out of 1984. Yes. A little bit of West Coast in this. Yes. This you is know. also members of Life Trap. Oh, that, yeah. Who are from that era, okay. and I fucking love Life Trap. And then the guitarist uh, plays in Snooper, who yep. is great, and is also does a, so a solo project called Spody Boy, which is great. Right. Um, so this is... This is a, a members of list that you should kind of give a fuck about because simply based on the fact that they are uh, this, these are all well-proven commodities sure. within the scope of pump music. Sure. This is fucking great. The whole LP absolutely rips. If you can afford to go buy a copy of this, do so now. I imagine that it won't last long. I fucking love this. This will be... Uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be... This is, This will be a contender for me. I, I can see myself spending a fuck ton of time with this record. Yeah, this fucking ripped for sure. I mean, it's a classic sound. We, said it all, we say it all the fucking time. It's yeah. the best fucking version of this. Yeah. I never get tired of it. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, yeah, keep it going. Yeah, it fucking rules. Um, I, yeah, I, this, this absolutely fucking rules. There's a couple more anthemic uh, bangers that break up the fast stuff on here, too, that uh, are fucking great. Like, really, really great. The uh, Prisoner's Tale and then the last track on here, Six Sad World, are fucking awesome. Um, so, yeah, I got nothing else to say about this. If you don't like that, I don't know what to tell you. It fucking rules. The art is also fucking great. I love the art on this. And anybody that listens to this show, yes, that has listened to this show for more than three episodes. Right, yeah, you already know. Knows that this is exactly what we prefer. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, the, the art is... It's our preferred diet. If, if I see this and I don't know what this is, just based on the strength of that LP, of course I'm turning it over... It's got an iconic, uh, an iconic look about it in the same way that, like, you know, the Chronic Sick Seven yeah. Inch does, or any of those like early '80s records with iconic logos and pieces of art. This is right up there. Like that. I, actually, I would love to see. It's not credited on here. Um, I would love the to art? know who did the art because yeah. it's fucking awesome. The art is sick. Yeah. There's no way that you're walking by that record. Yeah. Without picking that up and looking at the other side. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What's uh, what's next? Six. Okay, six is Ninth Realm with A Fate Unbroken. This is the metal band from Maryland that Sutton sent in. Um, let's see. Plea to, the, plea to the Heavens. Their second track on here is what's queued up because it looks like the first one is just an intro. Um, so we're going to listen to Plea to the Heavens by Ninth Realm off of A Fate Unbroken.
We just heard the song "Plea to the Heavens" by Ninth Realm off of "A Fate Unbroken." How'd you feel about it? Uh, big, yeah, loud. Mm-hmm. Some good riffs in there. Good riffs. Mm, something about it ain't sitting right with me. Agree. It's clinging a little bit too much to its hardcore roots. Yeah, for sure. Just, just in, I think solely in the decision making process that went into like how this song is structured. Yeah, because when they slowed it down, they never picked it back up again. No, it, it, that's it. Fully, it's fully started to lose me there. Yeah, and the the dude, we're such nitpicky fucking cocksuckers. But like, w- even the rhythm in which it was hitting that breakdown with like, I was just like, I don't know, man. And I just like see the look of the guys. You know, I didn't look at them, and I I I can tell they're like going for a metal guy thing, but like you can't fully escape that you're coming out of like DIY basement hardcore stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and that's not to say that this isn't good. Like the, the, the skill level here is high. The playing is great. Uh, the production values are high. This was mixed by Will Killingsworth as, as everything on this fucking right. show is right. mixed and or master or some way engineered or touched by Will, Will Killingsworth. It sounds very good for what it is. It's hyper pro. A lot of people like this already based on the supported by column sure. on Bandcamp. There's no reason not to. This is good. You know what I mean? The, a lot of good riffs in here, but for the exact same reason as you, there were just some telltale signs here that they have not fully moved into, uh, like, uh, uh, the. they haven't fully moved into the stage of their metal existence yet where they're able to let go of, like, certain songwriting tropes that are coming from a hardcore background. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I want this to go full Sodom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Yes, for sure. Yep. Go full Agent Orange. Yeah. Yes. Don't don't stop it. Right. We say it all the time with this stuff. Pick pick a fucking lane. Yeah. And and that's not to say that I that's that's not always a problem with crossover for me. No, no, because crossover is fundamentally influenced by hardcore. Right. That's what it is. Right. Right. But in this instance, I, I think it's when it's like the Neapolitan version of crossover right. instead of the peanut butter swirl. Exactly, exactly. I, I think for me it's usually that, so the classic 80s crossover is drawing from classic 80s hardcore. 
modern crossover is yes. often often drawing from modern hardcore. Yes, yes, yeah, it's a good point. And a lot of times, what I mean by the Neapolitan is you fucking open it up, there's the vanilla, there's the chocolate, there's the strawberry. Right. You can hear that in the song. Right. There's this. Right. There's the fucking Sodom. Right. There's the fucking, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever the whatever the new heavy hardcore band is that I don't sure. give a shit about. Right. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, whatever. Also, I I didn't like the vocals. Yeah, I didn't like the vocals either, actually. There was like the particularly like the highs were sticking with me. They almost and I'm sure this this is not intentional. I'm not saying that the this stuff is an influence for this band, although maybe it is. They seem youngish. Almost death Corey in the like yes. yeah, 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 like yep, yep. Black Dahlia murderish. Yep, and I, I'm sure that's just like a, a sad side effect of the fact that that's how this guy sounds. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you might just sure. not be able to help it. Sure, I don't think that's an intentional decision, but the vocals I didn't think were hitting super hard for right. me either. Everything about this is a very polished package, though. So if like yo, the art is fucking sick. The, oh, the art is great. Uh, it's done by one Jerry Wormwalk Hionis or Hionis. Really good artwork, for sure. Liked that a lot. That immediately captured my attention. Um, so, yeah, if this is like, I don't know, if this is this is a band that you're seeing locally that is one of your introductions to this style of metal, pretty good intro. You know what I mean? Like, the, I don't really have any big qualms with this or, or any real beef with it besides the fact that, yeah, just to, to my well-honed ear... <laughs> I just I think there is too much clear delineation between the influences. There's influences there that I personally don't like, and like they're not being integrated in a way that that feels sort of seamless and cohesive. It more was like here's the fast part that I like and that I'm here for. Here's the slow part that's fine, and here's a chunky part that fully loses me. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the same. I'm not telling you to turn this off. Sure, not at all. No, but I'm also probably not going to ask you who it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. this is very background noise for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I'm, the art's fucking sick. I keep the looking at sick. that. There's like a, a corny, muscular, barbarian warrior Yeah, facing down some demon thing. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If that demon thing were to appear on Earth, uh -huh. I want it to win. Yeah, sure. Just like to see what like happens. don't kill it. No, don't kill it. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know? yeah no, it, don't kill yeah, it. Let it let it do its What's going to happen? Let it do its dark work and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, stop it. Also, I got a question here. This is more just this is one of my classic sort of aesthetic. Yeah. Uh my my Grace fashion corner. If your whole band is not doing the big leather studded gauntlet thing, I don't know if one guy is allowed to. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Maybe not. Well, I also think that if you're doing that, yeah, you gotta. For my taste, yeah, and this is why you'll never see me in one, right? The rest of your fucking outfit, yes, needs to be a bit tighter. I want to see like a fucking bandolier. I want to see. I don't want. I, mean? I don't want to see a sloppy t-shirt. No, 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 no. Yeah, right, right. I want to see the whole. You got to go the whole nine. Like right. seeing this guy in the gauntlet here, and then right in the background there, a guy in like a fucking I don't know what looks to be maybe a power trip shirt or something with like a Motorhead dad hat, and then like fucking uh, jorts and like low top Vans no, on. No, no, you, there is dude. not enough fucking leather. No, man, you need to. I don't care. Listen, yeah, I don't care what your fucking 
stance is on the use of animal products. Sure, yeah. You fucking wear leather. That's exactly it, dude. That's exactly you it. Fucking yeah. wear, you fucking wear spikes yeah, right. and leather. For sure, 100%. Right? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you can't just you can't just throw a studded leather gauntlet into the mix willy-nilly. No. You can't no, just no. be like, here's my one studded leather gauntlet, and next to me the guy's wearing a ringer tee. Right. And like, a, no. And like a, a loose-fitting t-shirt. Yeah, come, come on. Come on. Come on. Again, man. if you're going to play metal go in but that just tells me even more so like they're not quite there you know what i mean yeah. like they get they get it a little bit yeah. they're, they're reaching for something but they're not quite grasping it yet because there's one leather gauntlet in the mix and no sort of visual cohesion there. yeah and that tells me a lot yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and say in, in gray's list of style rules cannot just throw a fucking afterthought leather gauntlet. Is is this the fucking exception to the rule where all four guys? Yeah, you have to be rocking the same. Can be. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, of course. That's the exception. Yeah, big big time exception there. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, I think I talked about it then too. Is like if you have a highly curated look that's doing a specific thing. Like if you're a skinhead band and you all got your cool skinhead fit on, right? That's cool. Similarly, if you're in a metal band and you've all got your fucking bandoliers and your bullet belts and your gauntlets on. That's fucking cool. What about? But if you all had mustaches, yeah, that that's what a, I was gonna say. That might be a problem. That might be a that problem. That might be a problem. That or at least you'd have to have different styles of mustaches. Okay, they have to have a cop stash, a fucking fu man. They shoe. all have mutton chops. All mutton chops is rough too, man. All yeah. mutton chops is rough too. You could do a mutton chop, a fu man chew, a cop stash, yeah. and then like uh, then a clean shaven guy. Okay, but <laughs> definitely if if you're going to pull out. You know, if if you're gonna pull out one leather gauntlet, yeah, you need more spikes and leather. Uh, agreed. 100%. Go all in on the fucking metal. Eschew your modern hardcore influences. Yes. Get rid of that. Yeah. Yep. Both both musically and aesthetically. Yes. All right. What's next? Four. By far the thing that we talked the most about tonight was that guy's decision to wear a studded leather gauntlet. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, well, well, you know. By and large. Is well, we didn't like the 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 Argentinian. Yeah, 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 stuff. sure, yeah. But by and large, everything else kind of just speaks for everything itself. Everything else is like, pretty yeah, good. good. Yeah. Spoke for itself, right, right? right? There, there was no equivocating. Right, sure, yes. But this was definitely something that was riding the fence, right? And we got to pick. We we got to explain why we think it's riding the fence. That's that's exactly right. Okay, uh, this is uh, scum by Paranoid. This is I haven't listened okay, to I haven't so. listened to this but I know it's going to rip. Yes, yeah, so, right. Yes, exactly. This is this is a band you can even tell on the low res image here. There's leather jackets, there's bullet belts. The gauntlets are not just thrown in as a fucking afterthought, right? Nope. This is a whole look. There's fucking there's engineer motorcycle boots in there. Mm -hmm. They're doing the whole nine. Right. As they should. Um let's just uh let's listen to the first song on here. It's what's queued up to play. Uh, Shimintiki, Shiminteki, Fufu Kojiu. <laughs> oh okay. boy, I did. I really you butchered that. I one. butchered it, man. I'm not. I. I'm not. Who I cares? I gotta cancel my my Crunchyroll subscription after that. Dude. Yeah. I don't. I haven't earned it. I don't yeah. think. Um, so we're gonna listen to the first song on uh, on the new Paranoid release, Scum.
That was Shimenteki Fufukujiu. I got a lot better that time, I think. Yeah. Um, by Paranoid off their new release, Scum. I just needed a minute to sit with it. I'm not good at sight reading Japanese yet, you know yeah. what I mean? But I'll get there. You'll get there? Eventually, okay. yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, eventually, I'll be fucking origato gozaimos with the best of them. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fucking great. This is another one that n no, no explanation, no equivocation needed. It speaks for itself. This is the perfect rendition of exactly what they're going for. Yeah, this was great. Uh, expect nothing less from this fucking band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the exactly. guitar on this seemed especially fucking grating. Oh, yes, man. I love that buzz I, tone. I read like that real high end almost hurts your ears. Yes. I really like that in my DB. Me too. Yeah, it's the, the the steam pipe hissing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, me too. It's uh it's great. They I mean this is it's one of those things where it's just like everything about the presentation from jump you know that this band understands exactly what it is they're going for. There's basically no way that a band that looks like this, whose records look like this, with this name and the Japanese characters, whatever, everything about this is so on the money that before you hear a note of music, you you fundamentally understand it's going to rip. No, I I agree. Like, there's no way, <laughs> there's no way, like, if you've been around, yeah, without even fucking hearing this band, yes, if you've been around, you know this rips. Yeah, exactly. Just looking at it. Right. Right? Yes. Because there's no way you could have all of these pieces to the puzzle and somehow <laughs> right. not have the riffs right. to back it. Right? Exactly. You're clearly, you're well studied. Right. Right. This is, this is about as well studied as D-Beat can be. This yeah. is like exactly it. Right? Yeah. This is exactly it. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Every release from this band is fucking great. And that's probably my favorite the band has sounded in terms of production, tone choices, Yeah, this one, this one fucking, yeah, that I, I really liked how noisy this was. And it got me thinking, too, I think that that's, I think that's a lesson for a lot of fucking bands. What's that? Is just let it be filthy. Yeah, sure. Of you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, especially, I think punk bands kind of get that. Sure. You know what yeah. I mean? A band like Gun gets that. Sure. You know, the fucking basement bands that we like, by and large, yeah. get that. Yeah. But there's a lot of fucking aggressive, like, well, like the last band that we heard. Sure, yeah. Just let it be a little yeah. noisier. We don't have to hear crystal clear. We don't yeah. have to have clarity in everything you guys are doing. I say this all the time. I, I We talk about it all the time. I reference it most specifically when talking about beatdown or hardcore of a very modern variety where I'm just like, dude, literally just different production yeah. choices on this alone right. would make it endlessly more palatable. Right. One of the reasons that I like the Bulldoze demo so much more than I like most modern beatdown that it influenced is because it sounds raw and noisy and yeah. lo-fi. It still has a punk edge to it. Same with the breakdown demo or the, like the raw deal demo. Yep. Is like just the production choices alone anchor it more to what I perceive at least as a realer type of music than it often comes off when you have clicky ass drums, hyper clear guitars, stuff running through like digital reamps. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just beat down. I'm probably still not going to love 90% of it. But beat down in modern hardcore, just with better production, better aesthetic decisions, I immediately feel more warmly towards it than I do with how it's most of the time presented. We kind of touched on this before we even started recording tonight when I was just talking about how, you know, I'm done with movies. Sure. And, you know, 
we were I was thinking about like TV. I don't really give a shit about TV shows. There's only a handful I'll watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even like, you know, basically <laughs> my my stance was that it's all dumb. Right. Yes. Bin it all. Right. Yeah. Right. Get rid of all of it. Yeah, sure. Right. No, that was cares? your stance. Yes. No, it, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's just nonsense. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and the way that people interact with it and the way that people like place so much importance on it uh-huh. makes me even take even like a stronger stance. Sure. Right. But the one exception to that is like, I don't give a shit about modern music. Right. Right. I, I, I've said it before. I couldn't name a fucking pop star. Sure. Get rid of them all. Right. Right. Bottom of the ocean. I don't even realize. I, I, I don't even realize anything's gone. Yeah, that's true. And it wouldn't affect your life literally uh, even the even the remotest. Right. The, even a modicum. Right. Right. Yes. And the only thing that really tethers me to this is the fact that, you know, you can interact with it. Yeah. At like a, in, in, a, in a semi-meaningful way. Sure. Like you can't really, you know, you can't fucking interact with as you were singing the praises of the new Indiana Jones movie and talking about how I, great it was. No, that's... You can't interact and, with it. Like and it's, again, it's that's such a sterile thing. Yeah, I just want to just make it clear. I didn't do that. I just said it was pretty fun. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which it was. You, can, you know, and, and like, you know, people have all these parasocial relationships with, with shit that, like, they really shouldn't have. Right. You know, like, I don't give a shit about Harrison Ford. I sure as fuck don't want to interact with him on the internet, even in, like, uh, you know, yeah. however many degrees removed a fucking tweet is. Sure, I don't want to do that either. I will right. say, as I've pointed out on the show before, your, the, your aloofness is at a height that, like, very, very few living people reach. So as long as you're aware of the fact that there is a space of reasonability between what you're describing as, I, as sort of repulsive and what you are, where a normal person just has warm feelings towards a person who makes a lot of stuff that they like, which I think is a, a very normal way to feel. No. Yes, it is. It's very like, normal. I don't, I don't care. I know, but that's that's you, and you represent a minuscule sliver of the population. But like, here's the here's my point. Yeah, the only like the the the, the only way I do care is in an instance where we get back to the filth on this recording. Yeah, where where something is like close. Yeah, and like organic and right fucking there there's something tangible and And attainable almost every version this is almost every fucking version of like modern hardcore pro core all that stuff yeah completely seems to have lost a fucking thread on that sure yeah it's so fucking gone it's so fucking sterile and removed yeah and at this point you know what bin it yeah sure put it in the fucking fire yeah i would agree 100 percent. right code orange line them up get rid of them (laughs) Right, I don't get. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go on the fucking lamb goat. Right. Uh-huh. Let's see. What, what was uh, what was uh, the new oh, hardcore the, the, super, the super group? Group. Better lovers. Oh man, that was featuring bad. members of Dillinger Skate Plan and a bunch of other shitty oh, bands. Yeah, that shit sucked. Right. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. I don't care. You guys are barely even fucking human. <laughs> to to me, you know what I mean. Like like it, it, it doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah. And you and you know what? People will feel that way about me, and I don't give a fuck. Sure. Well, I mean, no well-adjusted person would give a fuck if right. strangers feel that way about them. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, not Atti- to not to suggest that you're well adjusted. Attila, but, Attila, yeah, the fuck, get rid of it. Yeah, I mean that's nightmare music. That's like that's, yeah, but that's what I mean. Yeah. Like it's all lost the fucking thread. Like sure. it lost it lost the thread on like what what drew I imagine most folks interest in the first place was the sure. fact that like this is something real that you can fucking touch right and do and see and yeah. like, be a part of. Well, I think anything that's grasping for like real deal commercial viability is. We've talked about it before. As as influenced as it may be by subculture music or hardcore, yeah. it becomes a fundamentally different thing once that enters into the equation. That's right. That's just what it is. That's right. And I'm not even saying fuck everybody who does that. If that's your aspiration and you want to make a living doing the thing that you like to do, that's totally fine. I don't really give a fuck. I'm not offended by that. As long as we all recognize that this thing that we do and are involved in and like is a different thing on a very basic level from things that are actively aiming to be commercially viable yeah it's just a it's it's an important distinction to make and i think without that distinction the thing that we have here fails to be any different from everything else yeah so yeah yeah. that's my point yeah and so it gets back to the noise right right that last fucking band um you know ninth realm yeah if you were as filth if that was half as filthy as the paranoid recording we just heard yeah i I would like like it it so much more yeah i agree um, let's uh, let's roll the dice one more time tonight. Let's let's hit our, our top our maximum quota of seven bands just because we only have two messages. So um, so we might as well. All right, four. All right, four is uh, something that I think we can reliably count as good because it's on Iron Lung. This is Fashion Change with Smoking Kills. I've seen a few people posting about this, but I have not listened to it. It's just a three-song, seven-inch. It's a flexi. Oh, it's a flexi. Okay. Oh, man. (laughs) That's just, you just have that to put on a shelf. I have to imagine that if this is a flexi and it's on Iron Lung, just came out in June, I got to imagine it's probably just like a a piece of promo material for a more proper release coming out. what I would think. Probably an LP or something, right, just to hold people over. Um, So uh, the first song is queued up to play. We're going to listen to City Lights by fashion change off of smoking kills.
All right, we just heard the song "City Lights" by Fashion Change off of Smoking Kills. I read the like the write up while I was listening to that, and for the first forty five seconds, whatever, I was waiting for the no trend comparison to make sense, <laughs> and then, and then, it, then did. it suddenly began just making sense. Jammed right in there. Really strange sonic juxtaposition there that worked a lot better than it had any right to. Because yeah. it did start off with, like, you know, they reference, like, Confuse and, like, Kyushu Punk. And speaking of buzzsaw, like, D-beat guitar, guitar tone, great. sounded fucking awesome. It was that, and then suddenly it was a different thing. Just mm -hmm. kind of, like, uh, just butt up against each other. But it it worked. It worked really well somehow. I thought that the, that was quite good. And... uh idiosyncratic strange in a refreshing way yeah not going for going hyper specific influences but in a broader sense like on the whole not going for one specific thing yeah yeah but i don't have much to add about that that this that that sudden change yes raised my eyebrows sure because i had no idea what to expect yeah i thought we were just going to stay in stompy chainsaw land yeah you know, throughout the song. Same. And I'm not sure how I would have liked it then. I think it still, I think it would have been fine. I think it would have been good. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it would have been fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I, when that, when, when the, uh, when the abrupt about face happened. Yeah. I feel like, I was like, yeah, okay. I'm ready for a little break in what this is doing right now. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So, uh, yeah, I think it fucking worked perfectly. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I, I like the fact, I like the fact that this is sort of um, unapproachable. It's like very, it's very unapproachable. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, a, yeah. And again, the no trend comparison the, is apt. This there is as this well. is not trying to to please anybody except for the person that is doing it. Yeah, this is this is unapproachable music on an unlistenable format on a label that prides itself on putting out stuff that is challenging. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean the flexi already. Yeah, no, right, exactly. I I own five. Yeah, I own a, I own a handful for sure, and no. most of them are friends bands, shit like that. I, you know, I'm gonna or came came in a zine or something. Straight up, I am much more likely to buy, in this day and age. Yeah, in a record store mm -hmm. to buy a flexi that came on the back of a Fruit Loops box. Yeah, sure. Than I am to buy a, fre a flexi. From Iron Lung. I mean, full full stop. I won't buy a flexi right. unless unless, as you said, it's like a promotional on a Burger King. Yeah, it's, a, it's a General Mills yo, flexi from nineteen sixty eight. If I see yeah. a fucking Burger King placemat flexi, yeah, that's a no brainer. I don't care if it's twenty bucks. Right, sure, that's a no brainer. I'm buying it, but I'm not listening to. I'm not buying. Well, you're not listening to a flexi regardless, unless you're listening to the Fruit Loops jingle or whatever. But but yeah, I mean, I'm not buying a flexi from a punk band. In no. 2023, you must be insane. No. The only reason I have that stuff is, again, it either came in a zine or it was a friend's band a and I acquired thing. it that way. It's a cool little it's thing. It's a cool little thing, for sure. Right. Right. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not ever paying actual money for one. Yeah, man. But that was cool. I really enjoyed I, I enjoyed its idiosyncrasies. I enjoyed its unapproachability. I enjoy things that are intentionally obtuse because I'm often intentionally obtuse. Uh, let's listen to uh, the couple messages that we have and then and then wrap it up for the evening. All right. Oh, there it is, man. What's that? Burger King Flexies. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I distinctly remember like Burger Chef and Burger King and all those having Flexies. Yeah. And the one that I was thinking about had like ALF. Oh, nice. Yes. And so Burger King uh, 
has a series of fucking flexies. Here's Alf singing, take me out to the ball game. I'm telling <laughs> oh, you right now. I'm telling dude. you right now. This is on eBay for 12 bucks. Yeah. That's a fucking steal. It is a steal. I'm paying 20 if I see this in a store. Alf singing fucking take me out to the ball game on, on a Burger a King flexi. Pop out flexi yeah. from a Burger King placemat. Yeah, man. And the back of it's got all like a special offer form. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Right? Give me that all fucking day. For Iron sure. Lung can go in the fucking bin with Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, give me the Burger King flexi. Yeah. You know, uh, I didn't really think about what I was going to say, so if it's a little bit incoherent, my bad. But, uh, yeah, on the point of, like, the fucking toys, the He-Man toys not having, like, like only having, like, fucking, what, five points of articulation or some bullshit, that shit pissed me off so fucking much as a kid. I, I don't know why toy executives think that it's going to fly with kids. Like, I don't think kids are that fucking stupid. Another thing that pisses me off were, like, fucking, like, Halloween masks that are only half the, the, the fucking mask of whatever said superhero or whatever. Like, I want the whole fucking thing. That shit is cool. The half mask is fucking gay. Anyways, um... If you guys don't want, if you guys can put up with the fucking five points of articulation, uh, and you happen to have a 3D printer, you should check out uh, La Calavera uh, 3D prints on Instagram. Uh, let me see if I can fucking, yeah, La Calavera, the way, spelled the way it sounds, 3D prints. There's a period between each word. Um, the dude has a Patreon with a bunch of fucking files to 3D print, like all kinds of fucking old school toys, he's got Street Sharks, he's got He-Man, he has fucking old school X-Men, fucking Gremlins, Tekken characters, it's fucking sick, and you know, you're not lining the pockets of these fucking executives who need to be fucking strangled in their fucking sleep. Anyways, uh, Sutton's a fucking gay retard, see you later. Dude, nobody, nobody's gotten more hate from other listeners, poor son. I know. Um, but thanks for the heads up on that. I'll, you know, full disclosure here. I barely have a functioning car, let alone a 3D printer. Yeah. However, for any of our affluent and upwardly mobile friends out there or listeners out there, I'm taking a look at this uh, La Calavera 3D cool. print. It's pretty fucking cool, for sure. Put, put a link in the fucking... I'll put a... Yeah. Well, wait one second. If La Calavera 3D print... Wants a link in the show notes. See, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. Better give me a little dinero. I don't give a shit. He's doing something cool. Give me a little bit of money. We already gave him a plug on the show. That's right. You know what go I mean? Go check it out. Yeah, you go check it out. Go Google that. Go Google it yourself. We're not getting any money from this guy. No residuals off of Lock Oliveira 3D print. But yeah, it looks cool. He's got like street sharks. He's got like uh, Godzilla, classic, uh, like Fantastic Four stuff. Pretty cool, man. Oh, also, kids are that fucking stupid. Kids man. are definitely that stupid. I mean, yes. we like to think maybe nowadays they aren't. They are. They are, for sure. Look at what they're fucking buying. Look at what they want their parents to buy them. And we were that stupid in the fucking 80s, Absolutely. too, man. I, I don't... Fu- you would, I have a bin of toys that I brought... A couple yeah. bins that I brought back with me mm-hmm. from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Right? Bunch of Ninja Turtle stuff. Yeah. Right? That was one of my jams. And, like, one of the bins over there. I don't even... I can't even identify some of the stuff that came. Yeah. One of the ones that I had... I was crazy about in the fucking 80s. A very short-lived toy line called Rocks, Bugs, and Things. <laughs> okay. Which was literally exactly what it fucking says, right? Sure. Rocks, 
bugs and things, and it was just these shitty fucking toys with virtually no articulation. Yeah. That trans... Look at these things. Yeah. It's nonsense. That, like, <laughs> folded up to look like a rock. Yes. Or like a little pile of wood or something. Mm -hmm. And then you push a button and it opens up and there's like a mouth. <laughs> As I'm looking at this one as an adult, because I had that one. Yeah, I had a bunch of them. That was pretty cool, man. <laughs> I like that but one. But it looks, it looks insultingly stupid. Yeah, for sure. But I'm going to tell you right now, uh -huh. eight-year-old me wanted yes. that more than anything. Well, dude, I so talking about no articulation, I had an Ultraman figure with literally no points of articulation. It was just Ultraman, just a plastic mold of yeah. Ultraman. Oh, that's the, it. the old WWF figures. Yeah, of course, like the rubber ones. The rubber ones, yeah, for no sure. articulation. They're just locked in these no. poses, and all you do is smack them off each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, it's it's kids are that dumb. I have cared for kids in the last 10 years of my life, sometimes professionally, sometimes because I was in a relationship with somebody who had a kid. Not only are they that dumb, they're dumber than you could ever conceive of if you they, don't have to deal with kids. They're so dumb that you can't you, you can't even relate to them. You can't relate to them. <laughs> Everybody wants to, to act like, you know, like, oh, you know, kids can make decisions. They're so fucking stupid. They're so stupid, dude. They're so fucking stupid. That's why they need they need adults to take care of them. Of course, kids can't make decisions. Jesus Christ. Even kid. Even young adults can't make decisions. No. Just, dude, come on. I can barely make a good decision. I'm going to tell you what I wish would come back. I'm going to tell you what I, I wish they made uh -huh. in adult sizes Okay, right now. Okay. You talk about Halloween? Oh, the yeah, dude. plastic Halloween oh, costumes, yes, dude. man. Yeah, those things are With incredible. With the full face plastic mask yes. and then the plastic suit that you would wear? Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> oh, man. If they made those for adults, I'd have a whole bunch of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's uh, let's listen to our, uh, our second message. This is a petition to stop actual submission foreign bands immediately don't take so much boys 4th of July have to cure foreigners what are we going for here huh thought you were patriots you got little Brody, the Australian correspondent how cute you got the Chinese black metal guy sending it to continue the trend but the trend of communism and you got Jay from cold boys or whatever sending in Romanian lady slicers we got our own lady slicers here in America. So fuck off and cut it out. Okay. I'm just going to tell you right now. Yeah. The fact that there is fucking people from Australia submitting hardcore of that ilk. Yeah. Or Chinese metal. Uh-huh. Just speaks to the power of American that culture. Yeah, it, it does. It does speak to the power. that reach out everywhere. That's true. Our, our tendrils are in our, are in every portion of, uh, of worldwide culture. Right. We've infected everything. Right. And that's how you take over. That is how you take over. So it's all... That's what they're all so afraid of. The culture war? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, dude. That's how you take over. Uh, well, we, we're stomping out cultural Marxism through the power of heavy music. Right. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm sorry that we're not patriot patriotic enough for you, but... Uh, but as as we just pointed out here, it's all part of the master plan. 
right? That's right. Just wait. Just wait for it. It'll right. come to fruition. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, so in our text messages here, we just have, damn, a sketchy pavement ripoff band would be cool. <laughs> yeah. There is a surprising, I mean, not, it's not surprising. It makes perfect sense, actually, when you look at the type of, like, morons that are attracted to, like, uh, like ultra-nationalism and stuff. It makes sense why there are ultra nationalist indie rock bands and stuff because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of crossover between that personality type, right? But boy, that that uh, juxtaposition would create something that would be genuinely interesting to me. Yeah, just because I would be like, wow, this is truly bizarre, truly strange in a way that very few things are. I think, would it be stranger than racist rap? We dug a little bit into racist rap. We never, yeah. we didn't really come to a conclusion and then we got right. distracted. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. Yeah, because it's like racist rap, I can see being this kind of like, we're taking something from the enemy and yeah, perverting it. Exactly, you know, and like exactly. Using it to our yep, own That's what ends. I. That's why I'm convinced that, that, that that's out there. Right, exactly. Right. Whereas like racist or ultra-nationalist indie rock might just be some strange happenstance of fate where a pavement guy and a, and a Turner Diaries guy just happen to be the same guy somehow. Right. You know what I mean? Which potentially, troubling as it may be, would be hyper interesting and here's the thing with racist rap i'm not talking about a one-off i'm not talking no, about no, no. a joke song i'm not talking real about deal. a novelty song i'm talking yes. about the real real deal. deal it is a rap project that is explicitly racist right yes if anyone has a line on that and please. white racist yeah white racist of course there's plenty of black racist rap <laughs> <laughs> that's normal <laughs> you know that's 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 bog standard that's black I mean. rap you right. know what I mean? yeah for sure yeah <laughs> but like to, to a sketchy pavement ripoff band, a racist, like, laissez-faire indie college rock band. Yeah, 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 for sure. Now... I'm interested to hear it. Because it takes a certain, I guess, um, lack of self-awareness. Right, exactly. And I To guess, be racist? Well, yes. Sure. But, but also, like, alternate, whatever, but also a certain, like... Uh, intensity that you can't shut off yeah of course right yeah you got to be an intolerable guy right yeah exactly right <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> yeah dude that's dude that's the biggest thing working against racists it's not even just like the the how repellent the ideology is but that none of them are even a little cool to be around no. <laughs> it's just like dude i get it you don't like the jews shut up about it they're man. like me but racist right <laughs> that's exactly right i can't see a movie right like with you and me i can't see a movie right. without getting fixed 15 minutes about how they all got to go in the bin. Right. Hanging out with a racist guy, <laughs> you can't even just get a fucking, uh, you can't get served by an Indian man right. without being like, you know, those people. Right. It's like, Jesus you Christ. Can't, you literally can't enjoy anything. Just let me have a samosa, right. man. I get right. it. You don't like these guys. Right. But we don't have to talk about it all the time. Yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> they are like you, but racist. <laughs> that's a perfect, that's a perfect summary. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Can you fucking imagine, can you imagine having such a goddamn bug up your ass that you can't, like, tuck into some tasty food? Yeah. I mean, I mean, without, that's. Without it becoming, like, a statement or, like, you know, driving some sort of driving some sort of fucking loose screw in your brain. Yeah, it's just that's just a that's just an annoying guy. Yeah, you know that's just a guy you, you can't like, hang you know, out with. Yeah, you'd be like, you know, the, the fucking world wouldn't even know about this fucking food if white people hadn't gone to that goddamn fucking shithole country anyway. Right. It's just like, dude, 
Just let me have the General So's tofu, man. Yeah. Come on. Right. We don't need to hear about it. Right. Yeah. General So's tofu isn't even Chinese food. No, it's not. But Chinese people do pretty much exclusively make and serve it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So it kind of is now. It kind Chinese of is, food. but not sort of. But sort of not really. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, we got a text here that's just a link to the uh, Calavera 3D print. And then also... What appears to be a gif of uh, a gremlin in sunglasses with like a bong, and it says, "Also check out this smoked out." He's vibe. got a halo of weed leaves. Yeah, for sure. He's smoking, I, th- I believe, two joints. Yes, and yeah. then he's holding a frog in his claws that is also okay. smoking a joint. Yeah, pretty cool. That is a smoked out vibe. So here we have something. Check out the. Okay, I'm familiar with this actually. Check out this torture device called the flute of shame. It's for musicians that suck ass. The ancient demolition. So I'm familiar with this. The Flute of Shame, there's a link to a TikTok that presumably explains what the Flute of Shame is, but it was this thing. I don't know if it was, it was like a hyper-isolated thing or something that... Hold on. That, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll drop the audio in here for this. The Flute of Shame was designed to publicly shame individuals who were perceived as bad musicians or disturbers of the peace. They were subjected to extreme humiliation and public ridicule. The device itself consisted of a heavy iron flute rendering it unsuitable for actual musical performance. The musician's neck would be shackled to the instrument, ensuring its constant presence and preventing its removal. To intensify the musician's shame, their fingers were clamped to the keys of the flute, giving the illusion that they were playing the instrument. This immobilization and false representation served as a means of mocking their musical ability. The captives were then paraded through town, wearing the flute, while the public was encouraged to pelt them with rotten food and vegetables. The flute of shame was also used to target street performers who failed to meet the audience's expectations or made significant errors during their acts. Okay. There you go. So, yeah, that, that gives I tell you, you what, man. Don't step out of line for anything. Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, yeah. honestly, it would be a very good fucking bit, and it would really play well. If a band subjected themselves to torture tortures like the flute of shame during their set, yeah, it'd be fucking great. Wouldn't it be amazing? Yeah, like, dude, this is a great idea. Like, if one of us fucks up, yeah, like if you you should have the flutes of shame, and then if like Brandon or or Josh or me right. flubs right during the set, and you notice it, you have to place the fr- uh, the well, flute of shame. But it's us. not a flute. Like, there's right. a guitar. There's of a shame. guitar of shame. Right. Yeah, that is just agonizing. Maybe right. it's I don't know, like eighty-five pounds, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and it's got sharp edges. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Now it sounds like you're actually going to torture me. Which well, I that's like. that's the flute of shame is torture. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's what you know. Yeah, that would be incredible. I mean, it would be incredible for sure. Right? Yeah, right. The fucking what do the drumsticks of shame do? Uh, Super glued to the palms of your hands. Yeah, right. Very heavy. Yeah. Really unbalanced and heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hot. Hot. Okay, sure. Hot, heavy. Hot pokers. Yeah. <laughs> Seared to your hands. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Right. Yeah. I'll tell you what, this TikTok, uh-huh. this is, I don't think I've ever seen anything in TikTok that I thought was intriguing. Yeah. Right, because it looks really bad. Sure, yes. And, you know. It's a bad format. Like, it's a bad format. Yeah. Yo, they got shit on Joseph Mengele. Yeah. Doesn't want to watch that. Crushing. Uh-huh. Right? 
the Stanford prison experiment. Here's the thing, though. I don't want it in a minute. Give me a fucking hour of the Stanford prison well, experiment. That's the problem. Is like TikTok is is made for to be these hyper digestible bites that serve like the ADHD mind. Yeah, but it's not digestible. No, I know. I agree. But there's that's, nothing. To, that that video just ended. Yeah, but that's what it's that's what it's aiming to do. It's maximizing yeah. the, the time. Right. I, I like, want to hear like, I want to hear much more detailed. I want to hear much more detailed accounts of the flute of shame. Yeah, for practice. sure. Yeah, I would love to hear like a, a manuscript about the flute of shame written or read you yeah. know, from back in the day. Maybe a musician who was subjected to the flute of shame. Yeah. If only this. If there was like a. Maybe. Did you know? I watched a video on. Um, um, what the fuck is it? Um, um, gibbeting. Gibbeting. Yeah. I don't know about this. I went down a bit of a torture hole on YouTube. Sure. Right? As you do. I was <laughs> I was watching shark attack videos before I came over okay. here. So. so I went, you know, and hey, this is the thing. Like, YouTube, I feel like torture, going down a torture hole on YouTube isn't just pure voyeurism. No, 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 no it's not. Because you're, you're learning things. <laughs> yeah. Ostensibly. 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 I was definitely down just a voyeurism It's not like, hole, it's not going down a torture, it's, it's not the same as going down a torture hole on, like, documentary reality. Yeah, or, like, live leak or something. Right, which yeah. doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Either one of those right. exist sure yeah right yeah but i went i went on a, a torture hole and, and landed on something called gibbeting right now okay. i know what a, a gibbet is and the uh -huh. reason that i was thinking about gibbets is because i was walking my dog mm -hmm. at the cemetery right and which is where we don't encounter people or other dogs usually right and uh the Linenwood cemetery here in town has a and a lot of cemeteries have this they have a section called baby land i so i just took a picture of the baby land sign the other day i was over right. there a yeah. lot of, a, a lot of cemeteries have a baby land it's which very is it's in very poor taste bizarre it's in really poor taste to call the section of your cemetery that is for infants baby land and the the baby lands typically in my experience are in let's just say um Less desirable areas yeah, of the cemetery. It's, there's no shade. In ours, at least, there's no shade. Well, it's this, way in the back. This one is directly beside, like, an underground culvert that floods. Oh, yeah, it is by that culvert. So yeah, all the right, little yeah. baby graves flood fairly regularly. Sure, yeah. And, and, yeah. if you look closely, uh -huh. you can see a greasy film oh, on true, the water yes. from the adipocene and right. other chemicals due to all the dead babies. Right, yeah. Right? Anyway, I'm walking past Babyland as I do. Sure, right? And like, what the fuck? Your kids going to Babyland? <laughs> but we've talked. We've already talked about the dementia that ensues after people lose their babies. But what the fuck? Though? They make memorial websites and stuff. If, People's if brains they, break, if, dude. If I would specifically request if my baby died that it not go to Babyland. Yeah, absolutely, right? Dude. There's no way my baby's going to Babyland. No. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Right. So, anyway, I'm walking past Babyland, and one of the cool things about Babyland is how fucking, not only how, like, crass it is and uh, weird it is, but how um, squalid it is. Sure, yeah. Because the fucked up, like, uh, like all, like, the, the plushies and stuff, oh, they're, like, yes. exposed to the weather. Yes, and, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, yes, I'm yeah. walking Petey past this fucking Babyland. Yeah. There's fucking, like, the garden hooks, the shepherd crooks yeah. at every fucking grave with plushies hanging right. from them. Like so many fucking corpses hanging from the gibbets. Yeah, dude, it's wild. And I was gonna take a picture of it and send it to you guys. Yeah, and you're like, you know, <laughs> reminds me of 1600s England. Right. Sure. Know? Yeah. Like bring back the good old days of the gibbets. Right. Because these corpses are all like falling apart. Like corpses, the toys are all falling sure. apart. Yeah. Anyway, I watched a video on gibbeting. 
Gibbeting was used as recently as the 1800s. No shit. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Here's where gibbeting is if you don't know. You take a person, live, a lot of times dead. Yeah. You put them in a man-sized cage or even a man or human-shaped cage. Sure. Hang them from a 30-foot pole and let them die of exposure and then fall apart for years. Yeah, like Mad Mardigan and fucking what's your willow. Right. Yeah, they're gibbeting him. And that's what you do. Yeah. And the gibbets, the gibbets turn into like I guess places where people gather, yeah, and like hang out, yeah, and sure. Look at the fucking corpses. Yeah, they're kind of cautionary tales slash. Yeah, but it's like, not. It's 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 as much of a cautionary tale as a fountain at a park. Right. I was gonna say slash like uh, points of of like social interest. Yeah, people just go hang out. Like that, even yeah. even years after the like like a year two years after the bodies falling apart the skeletons there it's just being held up together by sinew yeah people would gather under the gibbets sure and like sell fucking like street food sure and like recount tales yeah. of the gibbeted I mean dude there used to be a lot less to do I, honestly yeah I kind of wish there was less to do so we could <laughs> take. Pleasure in simple things once again. Yeah, <laughs> simple things like gibbeting. I mean, come on. I agree. Hey. Yeah. They're putting somebody in the gibbets. Right, right, right. Yo, right. where at? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, my main beef would I just be. I wish I could. I wish I could be entertained by something so simple as a gibbet. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Funnel cake under a gibbet. Funnel cake under a gibbet is the dream. Worth walking across town for. for Best sure. show in town. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, man. We, I wish we could get back to the old ways, but yeah. So anyway, we will. We are tr- well, trust. We will. We will. Many we'll. places never left the old ways. <laughs> we'll get. It's. It would shock many of you how quickly we could get back to the old ways, and how quickly we probably will within many of your lifetimes. Almost as if overnight. Almost as if overnight, for sure. All it takes is like just the most basic erosion, yo, of social norms yo. to get us right back to the gibbets, yo. Let's not forget 2020. Yeah, let's not. Let's not forget people getting so incensed that they couldn't get haircuts and go to fucking Applebee's that they decided to fucking, like, storm the state capital in Lansing, <laughs> Michigan. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. And you, you can find a lot more. We, we, we had such a close touch with the gibbets in 2020. Yeah, for sure. Can the, you, I, honestly? Yeah. Honestly? If the gibbets were brought out, uh-huh. if gibbeting happened during 2020, I don't think anybody bat a fucking eye. Probably not. I think we'll see the gibbets in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, here's another thing to bum you out. A lot of those really cool torture methods that you see from, like, you know, they didn't actually exist. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. A lot of them are just, like, they're Sideshows. The, yeah, they're the inventions museums. of, yeah, exactly, of, like, curiosity museums. Which sucks, because it looks like they would work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep, but yep. they never use them. Trust me, whenever I come across a... It's an insane sentence I'm about to say. Whenever I come across a torture method that looks too good to be true. Yeah. It probably, <laughs> it probably is. is. And I usually do my due it diligence. Is, yeah. because it took a little too much work. Right, exactly. So I, 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 I am skeptical of the flute of shame. Right, yes. I, I, I usually do my due diligence to try and see if it's real. I'm familiar with that. The only way, the only place that I've seen, it's like, it's, ta- it's been talked about on a couple news sites and stuff, but I don't think you can really find like a Wikipedia for it. It's hard to, it's hard hard to source uh like reputable information yeah. about the flute of shame so i would be pretty shocked if it were something that were used 
widely or was more than just a curiosity that yeah. maybe existed, you know? Because here's the thing. Yeah. If you're really looking to do the job, uh-huh. you don't have to work so hard. For sure. We don't have to be so inventive. Right. Right? Yeah. Just give me some fire. Sure. Right? Yo, just give me a blowtorch and some pliers. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll sign out for the night. I will say, if, you're, if your bloodlust isn't satiated... Uh, I did watch the video of that guy and that kid. Well, he's like a teenager. He's dead now. Now he's a corpse. He's no longer a teenager. <laughs> an ex-teenager, an ex, an ex-man, an ex-boy, uh, getting eaten by a tiger shark. Oh, it's I kind, didn't it, see it's that. It's kind of. It's kind. It's probably. It's Is some, it, was it a Russian kid? Yeah, the Russian kid. Way way out in the sea and his blood. Everywhere. He's not way out. He's like he's just like out. It's like off a beach. But yeah, it's but a like tiger people shark. are like watching. Oh yeah, people are watching him but, and like screaming. But it's and like stuff. a phone. It's a phone video and he's yeah. out there a ways. He's out there a little. It ways. seriously looks like it, like because there's no close-ups on him. No, but you can you can see there's the shark coming up and like it looks it. like it looks fake, like a movie. It's wild, and his like legs pop up, yeah. and then he comes up, and you can hear him like yelling for his dad, and he's like starting to swim, and then the shark like crests, and you can see him get him like on the chest and just like take him yeah. down, and, and I'm just like Holy boiling shit. red water. Yeah, it's fucking wild, dude. Huh? It's pretty wild. Spielberg was right. Spielberg was right. That's exactly what it looks like. Who would have thought? <laughs> Good job, Spielberg. That's why he's one of the greats. Indiana Jones, long live Indiana Jones. We'll see you next time.